from passion for sport, this is Cameroon Roars. It's our daily look at what's happening at the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations Finals in Cameroon. And I'm Steve Vickers. So Senegal won their first Africa Cup of Nations as they beat the seven-time champions Egypt 4-2 on penalties after the final in Yaoundé ended 0-0 after extra time. Sadio Mane missed a penalty in the seventh minute and went on to score the winner in the shootout. Well, Senegal were worthy winners, no doubt. They did most of the attacking throughout the game. Egypt had a tiring time with all four of their matches in the knockout stage going to extra time. Egypt captain Mohamed Salah was in Tears after the shootout, he was consoled by his Liverpool teammate Mane. Well, I'm joined by African football expert Solis Chukwu in Lagos in Nigeria. Uh, well, Solis, it would have been easier for Senegal if Mane had converted that penalty early in the first half, but they got there in the end. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when Sadio Mane missed that penalty, he just brought to the surface all of that underlying tension and that sense that somehow an Egypt win was um, almost destined to happen. Like, you look at the route Egypt took to get to this point. They, they they suffered for long periods against Cameroon. And also in the round of 16 against the Ivory Coast, they were under the cosh for large periods of that. So, But through all of that adversity, they had come through in you know dramatic fashion via penalty. So it just seemed like... The moment Mane missed, by, missed that, it was like, oh, here we go again. And we saw in that first half, Senegal had so many good opportunities, near misses, like a matter of inches, you know, to take advantage and take the lead and put Egypt on the back foot. But somehow they didn't take it. And as the game just went on, that, that sense of almost predestination just seemed to grow and grow. And in fairness to Egypt, they fed into it because it seemed from the off like this was what they came for. This is what they wanted low scoring, almost very as little incident as possible and to drag it to penalties and trust their goalkeeper and their preparation in that you know in that environment. That seemed to be all that Egypt wanted to do in this game. But I think this this outcome and this result just shows how that you can't really plan everything. You don't you don't have control over everything. I mean we're we're human beings you can't exercise control over all the factors involved. So when you try to play football that's within the margins, you know, trying to utilize every little minimal area of advantage in order to get a result, it's not guaranteed. And along the way Egypt has sort of built up I guess in their minds this idea that okay once we get to penalties we'll be invincible nothing can stop us but ultimately that's not how it panned out at the end of the day so um, congratulations to Senegal this win means so much so much to them um, they'd lost two finals previously no team had you know had lost two finals without having won an AFCON before so they were already in uncharted territory in that in that regard so this win just puts to bed so much heartbreak and lays you know, to rest the ghosts of yesteryear. I mean, for their coach, Ali Sisse, who, you know, in person tasted that disappointment of missing out on the Afghan crown in 2002. He actually missed the decisive penalty. This is redemption. This is huge redemption for him. And in a way, it's a sort of vindication of his, you know, of his stewardship of the team. There's been a lot of criticism concerning his tactical ability 
even from myself. Um, but I'm, I'm far from the only one in that regard. So for him to get this Senegal side to improve and grow into the tournament and, you know, go toward the business and they look more and more cohesive, more and more coherent in attack. I think that's a credit to him and the work he was able to do. This game was always going to be tight. It was always going to be difficult. So the fact that his team, despite dominating and being unable to score, didn't lose their heads and didn't fall prey to um, making silly mistakes at the back to hand the initiative to Egypt. I thought that was really impressive in terms of their mental preparation. They kept it together in the shootout as well, which I thought was um, was really good. So all in all, you have to say that it's a vindication for Alucice. And it sort of like, keeps the criticism that he's had to face at bay because really there were talks that he could lose his job if Senegal failed to win the Africa Cup of Nations this time around. So that disaster is averted now and kudos to Senegal, their first ever Africa Cup of Nations title. It's just, it's almost like it's a dream come true really for them and it's just wonderful, wonderful scenes to see them appreciate, you know, that achievement as much as they did on the night in the stadium was just, was heartwarming, Steve, really it was. Yeah, thanks, Solis. Congratulations to the Taranga Lions of Senegal. The individual awards, the player of the tournament went to Sadio Mane, the goalkeeper of the tournament to his Senegal teammate, Edouard Mendy, and Cameroon's Vincent Aboubacar was the top goalscorer. Uh, more on his achievements later on. Well, this is Cameroon Roars, brought to you by Passion for Sport. And uh, coming up, we've got Zambia and Leicester forward Patson Daka on his football and his faith as the focus shifts back now to the English Premier League. So this is our last show. And to let you know that we have a weekly program on African football called Planet Sport Football Africa, broadcast on radio stations around Africa and beyond and available online every Friday and on our app. To download the app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes app store and enter planet sport football africa and there's another big football tournament this year of course the fifa world cup in qatar will be bringing you special programs during the world cup and our website is planetsport.tv in the blog section there russ bravo has a blog called spare a thought for the ref how it's a thankless task being a referee and how we all need the courage and wisdom that referees should have that's on our website planetsport.tv now, one really pleasing thing about this edition of the AFCON was Vincent Aboubacar taking the top goalscorer award, the Cameroon forward with eight goals in seven matches. That's the joint second highest ever at the Nations Cup. And Dai Mulumba of the then Zaire scored nine goals at the 1974 tournament. That was in six games. And Laurent Poku of Ivory Coast got eight goals in 1970. In 1998, Benny McCarthy of South Africa and Hossam Hassan of Egypt got seven goals each. The top scorer, though, has been pretty low in recent years. So good to see this from uh, Abubakar Solis. I mean, yeah, Steve, suddenly it's, it's really great that we're seeing an uptick in goal scorer performances at the Africa Cup of Nations. Like you said, we had a run where we would just have like three goals and that would be enough for the golden boot. In 2012, you know, it was actually shared among a bunch of people all on three goals for the golden boot, which really doesn't, I didn't think it was a very good look. I think um, Africa has been crying out for that great tournament goal scorer since Samuel Eto'o left the scene after the 2010 edition. And um, we have now, you know, over the last two Afcons, last time we had Igalo, this time around we have Abubakar. These are interesting players in that they're not the type that, you know, will go on to build any kind of sustained legacy, legacy at the Africa Cup of Nations. They achieved their feats when they were reasonably advanced 
in age and you, there are a lot of similarities between the two of them um both of them started really young um for a while even though they showed promise for a while they weren't really rated that highly and then toward the end of their career they get this sort of second wind and have a real burst at the african cup of nations that was the same thing with the galu and this time around with abubakar abubakar has been around for a long time um it's really great for him that he has this opportunity to finally define the tournament and he really rose to the occasion for the home nation um playing in front of a very expectant home crowd and you know he's he's achieved something really historic eight goals and one assists you know it, it just he's basically carried the attacking load for this cameroon side um, Cameroon only had three goal scorers all competition. Um, it was just him, um, Kautu Kwekambi of Leon and Stefan Bahuken who, you know, started the third place game. So, um, he really carried the burden and he really rose to the occasion at, uh, at the time of his career where most people would have thought he would be slowing down or winding down. But it's really great that he got this second win and he got this chance to, you know, put his stamp on an AFCON and it's really great that he took it. Yeah, great goal-scoring exploits from Vincent Abubakar. Thanks, Solis. That's Solis Choku, African football expert in Lagos in Nigeria. So with the AFCON done and dusted, focus now shifts to the World Cup qualifying playoffs for Africa, which are on next month. Also in March, qualifying for the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations starts with the preliminary round. Also, the FIFA Club World Cup is ongoing in Abu Dhabi. Al-Athli of Egypt making it through to the semi-finals after a 1-0 win over CF Monterey of Mexico in the second round on Saturday. So the Pizzo Mosimani coach to African champions Al-Athli will play Palmeiras of Brazil in Tuesday's semi-finals. Egypt's Al-Athli players went back to Cairo after the final last night and then will head straight pretty much to Abu Dhabi for the Club World Cup. And of course our focus also shifts back to the English Premier League. We're going to hear from Zambia's Patson Dacker, who came on as a substitute yesterday in Leicester's shock 4-1 FA Cup loss to championship side Nottingham Forest. Now Leicester signed Dacker from Austrian club RB Salzburg at the start of the season on a five-year deal. Of course, Zambia didn't make it to the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations. They will be hoping to get to the 2023 edition. And in this interview from our archive, Liam Flint spoke to Dakar on his football and his faith, first on Zambia's development of young players that could see them become a force again in African football. They have concentrated much on uh, the youth, and of which I'm sure when uh, the roots are strong, then of course the, the tree is going to be strong. We have got great talent in Zambia, more especially with the youth, and we had a, a process whereby we lacked just maybe I should say consistent with players who find when the current uh, team has maybe some of them have retired, some of them have stopped like uh, playing for the nation. It was difficult for other players to find other players who can come in and do those spaces but I think that now looking at uh, the fact that they have started grooming young players and young talent I think there will be no problem anymore for us who achieve greater things soon enough Zambia will be known as a great footballing nation and Patson, away from the pitch you talk a lot about your Christian faith on your social media especially why for you do you need God? Why does anybody need God in their life? God is the creator of the heavens and the earth and uh, he created us, he created we human in our uh, in his own image and 
in order to come and have dominion over the earth. We have to rule over the earth. Uh, it, uh, what in, in the scripture it says that uh, let everything that has good breath praise the name of the Lord. So I see no reason of me not praising the name of the Lord. He's the reason why I'm alive today. He's the giver of life. He gave me the life. And uh, the scripture also says that uh, seek first uh, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything shall be added unto you. So if I seek for his righteousness and his kingdom, then everything that I desire, I'll, I'm going to have it. So I think uh, I really need God more than anything. And Patson, do you think your faith makes you a better footballer? Is it anything to do with you on the pitch, or is it just for your life off the pitch? Me, like the way I take it, uh, I don't pray to God that uh, maybe because I want to win a game, I want to score, and so I have to use the gift that he has given me to make known his way to the world. And Because uh, many people are looking at me, because of maybe where I am right now, but I want them to know uh, what makes me to be where I am right now, of which I know that uh, God will keep on raising me to greater heights because he wants a lot of people to know about him. And uh, I want to use this career that he has given me to encourage people to know more about God because when we, when you are with God, uh, nothing can stand against you. Even in difficult times, in trials, there are a lot of challenges and uh, temptations that we face. We as footballers, even those who are not footballers, but when we are, when you have God with you in your life, you have the ability, the courage to overcome those uh, trials and tribulations that you're going to be facing there. In everything that I, I do, I have a lot of people who are looking up to me, so, they will, so I want them to know why I'm here was made it possible for me to be here and so they can also know that with God everything is possible. It doesn't matter where you're coming from, what you've been. All I know is that God holds my future. He's the one who knows my tomorrow. He's the one who knows my next step. So I just have to give him the praise and the glory that he deserves. Well, that's Zambia and Leicester forward Patson Dacker on his football and his faith. That interview taken from our archive. So that's it for our last show. Reminder again, we have a weekly show on African football called Planet Sport Football Africa, broadcast on radio stations around Africa and beyond and available every Friday online and on our app. And to get the app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. And also with the FIFA World Cup on in Qatar later this year, we'll be bringing you special shows during the World Cup. Well, but that's it for this series. So from me, Steve Vickers, and from Solis Chukwu, and also from Ida Waringa, thanks a lot for listening and for being with us. And Cameroon Roars is a Passion for Sport production.